from the Simon Reish Samach Heisiv Dalat. Noisnim Kli Tachas Haner Lekabel Nitzaitzis. You could put a Kli, a utensil, under the Ner to, so when the sparks fly off, it hits this utensil. Presumably, you're going to put something that's metal, right? That would put out the spark. So even though we said yesterday, you can't put something for the oil to drip on, because the oil is moktzeh, and it's mevatel the klima hechane, it makes the kli useless. But, but a spark hitting it doesn't make the kli useless. But you shouldn't put water into this utensil, even on Friday afternoon. Because by doing that, what you're causing is that when the spark hits it, because of the water you did, the water's putting it out. Generally speaking, what happens is the spark goes out because it's sitting on metal, right? It's sitting on something that's non-flammable, and the spark doesn't have much to burn, it will go out. But by putting the water there, you're causing the fire to go out. You can't even do that on Friday. Let's see the Mishnah Bruce on this part. Nice and clean. I feel it was Shabbos. To catch the sparks, you're allowed to put that clay even there on Shabbos. The fire that flies off the, the, the candle. You want to put this clay there so if the sparks hit a flammable item, it shouldn't catch on fire. The sparks are double shame by Mamish, by Nitzitzis, Shemiyad Hain Kavim, because they go out right away. See, so even after a spark hit the Kli, that Kli is not Moktzeh. So therefore, We don't say that it's mevat, it, was, it was in the spot from its use, even for a short amount of time. Mihu, but shall osl If there's any la- ash left over from the afer, that from the fire, any ash left over, any afer left over, that's muktza because of neilat that came into being on Shabbos. Sivkon Tezvav, you can't have any water in it. Even if you put that keli there, like I said before, you can put a keli there even on Shabbos. If you're going to put the keli there on Friday with water and it's thinking that it's Friday, what am I doing? No, you can't do it. So he says, Mr. Brewer explains, and even though to be Sha'ar Malachis, by all other Malachis, Shabbos, Kaimel, and we hold, most Malachis you're allowed to do, if you do the action of the Malach on Friday, even though the Malach itself is going to be finished on Shabbos. Like we saw in Rashid and Bays. And we're not Gazer that you might. Started on Shabbos, so Hashani Hashem here it's different. Because by general malacha you do bishul or whatever it may be, you know you, you light a fire to heat the house. The fire is going to stay lit on Shabbos, no problem. Since when you put that bowl down with water in it. It doesn't appear to anybody that you're doing a malacha. What are you doing? I'm putting a bowl down with water. So because it doesn't appear to anybody that you're doing a malacha, therefore you can't do it even on Arab Shabbos. Because someone sees you doing that on Arab Shabbos, they may do it on Shabbos. Hey, that was a great idea I saw my neighbor doing yesterday. I'll do it now. Because it's something that doesn't have an appearance of malacha. And also we're worried that you may lift up the kli with the water to go closer to the sparks. As you see a spark coming down, you may move the kli to make it catch well. And then you manage doing kibu because you're causing the spark to go straight into the water. So therefore, you can't put it there even on Friday. 
Sivkon to Zayin. Kasev el Yerabi Shem Isavahetah. The Yerabi brings from the Isavahetah. Kishyesh Sakonas the Leka. Let's say you're worried. Somebody's going to catch on fire. Chasas Shalom. Then Motelitin Kli Moli Mayim Lekabel in the Tzitzis. Then you could put a Kli even on even even on Shabbos to catch it. Because it's only gram kibui, it's not mamish doing kibui yourself. You're doing a grama that the kibui should happen. So if a fire would start, if you realize that the way the sparks are flying off a candle, he brings Delhi Rabbi brings shame this vehetta that you could be makel. Well, fizem rayin nesh and nichba shulchan. You see a candle starting to lean over. The candle's muktzin, but you're scared it's going to fall into the table. Chazal. So rishay lahama tachtav klim only mayim. So go get a bucket of water, put it underneath. But the prima gadim and the fact that they could do neshalis of a heter, whether you can really do this or not on Shabbos, the nearer the yesh lahakel b'makim hatchak al day a cotton. So Mishmaru says if you have a cotton around, you can be saving to allow the cotton to do it based on the yirabba. Well, lachatchilu a gadol should not do so himself. Back to the mechaber u'makom makin. Nevertheless, mutalitin mayim by shoshes shematlikim ba berev Shabbos kivin sheni meschavin lekibu el lagbiyah shemin. So what is telling us like this? Many people, you go to houses, you see this. People who light with olive oil, they go to the store and they buy these nice glasses. Now the glasses are very tall. If you fill them up all the way with oil, you're gonna have you burn all night. Let's say you don't want it to burn all night, either because you don't use that much oil, or because some people are nervous to go to sleep if the fire is still lit. So I don't want to burn the fire in two hours. They fill up halfway with water, and then they put the oil in, right, or whichever. Burning. So you might say, just like you can't put out the glass bowl the bowl with water to catch it. Maybe I can't put water beneath the oil. Because what am I causing? That once the oil is used up, the water fire, the water is causing the fire to go out. So Mechavah says, you may do that. Because the reason why you do it, you're putting the water is because you, your das is not to put out the flame. Your das is to, what, to fill the cup, but not to have it filled with oil. And therefore it's not a problem. Hagadra Amos says, "V'yesh aimim afil meskavim l'kibushari." Even if your intention was not just to lift up the oil, but that the fire should go out, it's permitted. Why? Ma'achashen amayim be'ain be'en elotachas Hashemin loyahave elogram kibui v'chein naigim. Says even if you did it to put out the fire, because it's only there. And the Shmuel explain beneath the oil, you know, the oil is done. The water should be there. It's only a gram kibui, and therefore it's mutter. Let's see the Mishnah Bruce. Sif Kotn Yudzayin. Sheinim eskavim. Now, today, Valkein Loigazvin and Shiasa came to Shabbos. Because your kavon is not to put it out, the Mechab holds we weren't gazer that you might do such a thing on Shabbos. Sif Kotn Yudchez. V'yei Sheinim. V'litein be'erif Shabbos. Mayim l'toich ha'kone she'emid b'ner Shabbos. So he says, now what happens? I never saw this done. But they used to have, like, where they put the candle, and this I remember as a kid even, that people used to use today, you don't see it too much. That people, most people just put the, the, the candles, when they use candles, in those little metal holders. Right? And the candle, you see the candle. But I remember as a kid, they had these things that you put it inside something, and there was a spring at the bottom. And you tighten it, and as the candle went out, right, the spring would push the candle to the top. Right? And after Shabbos was left, you know, you did it, right? So, right? So they had that. So back then in the day, they had a similar thing, but they would put water in that pipe that, that was holding up the candle. So that when the candle finishes, it goes out, the water will put it out. So the Mishnah says, Right, to put water in the, in the it means a pipe, right? That holds the candle, like chalev, whether it's a wax candle or a tallow candle. Shigarat, when it hits the water. Everyone agrees that's prohibited. That the kavon of that water was strictly not to push up the oil like we had before, but that was to put it out. 
Doing with water was dafka a separate kli. Shemiyase came to Shabbos because you'll see, you'll think you could put it on Shabbos as well. Avol ba'oisei ner atzmei loishayich l'migzah shiyase became a Shabbos. Shakol yoydin shasu liga b'ner hadalok. Because by the other person putting an empty bowl under it, someone might think you can do that on Shabbos. What am I doing? But to touch the you lit candle on Shabbos and add water to the bottom of the pipe, says that no one's going to do it on Shabbos. Everyone knows you're not to touch a candle. So there was some miracle. Make sure to put the water before you light the candle. another idea. I never saw this done with candles on Shabbos. Take your Shabbos candles, put them in a bowl that has sand in it. You put it in and the sand doesn't burn. So when the candle gets, when the fire gets down to the sand, the sand will put it out. It says that you could do. Basically bury your candle Halfway, let's say. Now today we can't imagine doing this, but back then people not even could afford candles, and if they only needed, they had to have a candle. They only had it. They wanted to go out after the suda, and they wanted it to go out. They didn't want it to burn longer. They wanted to keep the candle for a long time. So these are different ages to put it out. Simon Reish Samach Vav. Whole new halachas. What happens? You're going on the road, and it gets dark. And a lot of these halachas have to be applied to our day and age, because even though we don't ride on donkeys anymore. Oh, these things on the game. So if Alf begins, someone's going on the road. The Kiddush of comes Friday night. He has with him money. He has his donkey. And he has a guy traveling, traveling with him. So remember, Sif Bez is going to talk about when you don't have a guy traveling with you. Sif Alf will talk about there's a guy with you. Don't put your wallet on the donkey. To, for, in, in the rest of your donkey on Shabbos, so you can't put your wallet on your donkey. Give your wallet to the Gentile to bring it to Matzai Shabbos. And after Shabbos, you'll get it from him. Even though he paid for this, even if you gave it to me after dark, it's still mutter. If you find the lost object, if you find the lost object on Shabbos and you want to pick it up and give it to the guy, you're not allowed to do that. Because now it's like your wallet. And Mr. Bruce will explain what's the difference if you found it Friday afternoon and you found it on Shabbos. Let's see the Mr. Bruce. You're riding with your own donkey. Says this could be even if you rented the donkey from a, from a non-Jew. The Yesh Aim, now those hold the schirus that a rental is, you're kind of a rental l'chumru, for the stringencies of, of ownership, but not for the leniencies, and therefore we see it as yours. Avalim Sachar, I say in Yehudi, you hired a guy, that he takes you somewhere, you know, a wagon driver. In came with Sachar, you didn't rent the donkey, to ha in a Yehudi chayv mezaynesu b'achrayi sachamar, feeding the donkey and taking care of the donkey is the guy's problem. You didn't hire the guy to take you with this donkey. Right? He can take whichever donkey he wants. You hire him to give you a ride. Therefore, the yid's not metzuva, not commanded that it should rest. In such a case, it's better. It's better to put the whole thing on the donkey. 
Because this way the guy is not working for you and you don't have an Isra Shvisa on the donkey. Be careful that you never cause the donkey to move. That you shouldn't yell in a way that the animal will go because of you. Or anything else that you might do that cause the animal to go. Because many places you're not allowed to lead an animal on Shabbos. Right? Even if it's not yours. That's carrying stuff, that's doing malach. So therefore you have to be careful that even though it's not yours, because you're putting stuff on it, that you don't cause it to move. Siv cotton day is nice. Even though the guy is now your to carry these things on Shabbos, you're at your wallet. In this case, to allow a mirror. They worry the person's going to get very nervous about his finances. About his money. We're worried that if we don't allow it, it's going to come to a much worse. He may go four amas carrying his wallet. Says today, even today, where there's no rishus rab the raisa, it's only drabon. Also, should give it to a guy. You can certainly give it to a guy. Right, the shuls, the shuls, you could say. Sivkan Gimel, Kisui Leini Yehudi, give you all to the guy. Now, what happens? That's all good if you have your wallet with you. But what happens if him yeshle masa kovid alachamor? They have a very heavy package on the donkey. You can't give the guy to carry a heavy package. I bagolo on the wagon. The yefshlit and loylit and Leini Yehudi. The guy me yefshli zorb ma the kosov is if beis and salka mas v'chol pam shatas la behemel leches. I see later in Siv beis an eitzer of. Constantly removing the package for the animal going goes. It's not going to work. Yet. It's a huge package. So what should you do? Sell the guy, the animal for Shabbos. Get in terror. Do mechira like in the Sunday comes to Pesach. Sell the donkey for Shabbos. The main baki bedake kinyan at Sarei Chazal. And what happens if you're not sure? You're stuck on the road. You don't know kinyan and how to properly sell it to the guy. See after you ran with neishloisha, upon ben el ben atzmi, be mafke the shar the horse. You mafka, make it have because it's not yours. You don't have the chiv the raisa as behem resting. You go down from the dragon and it's not yours. Once again, you have to be careful like we saw before that you don't cause the donkey to move on Shabbos. Even after you've done all these You have to be careful not to give to the guy or put on the wagon any chayfets that you took off before Shabbos. Because you're not allowed to give a guy on Shabbos something of yours so that he carries it out for you. Like if the UPS truck guy comes to your house, you know, I'll let him hand him a package to take out that he's going to carry from you. Same here, you can't give it to the guy to carry. So any packages that were off the ca- wagon before Shabbos started, you can't give to the guy to the guy on Shabbos. Whatever you took off has to stay off till after Shabbos. Because if you Okay, the best is you should pay him a schar and you should hire him out and let the guy do everything. Even though you gave it to the guy on Shabbos, 
it's mutter. But of course, lachatchilah, if one realizes it's, the sun's going to go down, you should give it to him before Shabbos. Shemis some mukta, you shouldn't have this some mukta, right? Better make sure you walk off you. But what happens to travel? You know, some sun goes down, you go, oops. Sivkan, hey, ain't a yachel. Right? It's an item you found. The kivin loy tarachba. Since you had no tircha lechayis alav leosu lasuya dal ramos bushes rabim, afilu liyloy shars little any hudi. Let's say on Shabbos you see a wallet on the ground, so we're not so worried that on a found item, you can mechal Shabbos we don't allow you to pick it up and hand it to a guy. If it's your money, your hard-earned money that you have from before Shabbos, and therefore even if you found the money before Shabbos, that should be done like all your other money. That Chazal worried that you're going to do an isaday raisa. He said better give it to the guy. But money that you see on the floor on Shabbos, something that you see on the floor on Shabbos, that we say a person's like, okay, I saw it, I would have found it, but I didn't. So that you can't give to the guy on Shabbos. We'll stop over here.